Welcome to My Secret Place Devotional with Oyit Alfred. My Secret Place, dwelling with the Father, going deeper in His Word for truth and the light from above. Be transformed in My Secret Place. Good morning. And welcome to a new week. One of the things that Jesus doesn't really like is lukewarmness of a Christian. That is when you are not on fire, you're not hot, you're not ignited for the things of the spirit, you're not fervent in the things of the spirit, and you're also not cold, meaning you're not an unbeliever, you're not an atheist. So you're in between, you're a Christian, you go to church, but you're not fervent in the spirit. Jesus was writing to a church and he said in Revelation 3.16, he says, but since you are lukewarm, you're neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Can you imagine a Christian having this verdict from Jesus that you're going to be vomited out of the mouth of Jesus. So we're going to pray and ask God to keep us ignited this week. Father, thank you for today and for this new week. Lord, I pray that you ignite our spirit, Lord. Keep us aglow. Holy Spirit, stir our spirit to be fervent for the things of the Lord. Revive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You know, the human spirit is a very, very vital part of a man. That's because everything God will do with a man, he's going to do it through the spirit of a man. So if God is going to deal with you, he's going to be dealing with you through your spirit. Now that means if you are going to develop a good and healthy relationship with God, then you must understand the workings of your human spirit because every communication that you are going to have with God will occur in your spirit. God will not communicate to your mind. God will not communicate to your emotions or all those things. God will communicate with your spirit man. So that's why it's very vital you understand how your human spirit works. What your mind does is when God has spoken to your spirit, your mind can pick it up and of course interpret it to you. But God deals with your spirit man. Now your spirit has three distinct parts or let me put it in another way. Your spirit has three functions. The first function of your human spirit is a conscience and we've looked at it for about two weeks now. We've said that the conscience is that part of you that descends between right and wrong. Whenever you do something wrong, your spirit man, that is your conscience, will alert you. It will scream. It will tell you you have done something wrong and it will put pressure on you until you go and repent and correct that thing with the Lord. The second part or the second function of your human spirit is what is called intuition or let me use another word, spiritual perception or discernment. But let's use the word intuition, spiritual intuition. Now that intuition is a sensing organ of the human spirit. It is very, very different from the sensing organ of the physical senses. You know, the physical senses you can touch and so you can feel that this is hard or this is soft. You can see with your eyes, you can hear with your ears, you can perceive smell with your nose, you can taste with your tongue. All of these are physical senses. You're able to know what is going on based on those five senses. But in your spirit, you have what is called intuition and it is a spiritual sense knowledge. Yeah. You're able to, you know, get information that did not come from your mind. So any knowledge that 
comes without the help of your mind, without the help of your emotion, without the help of your will, without anything physical. That knowledge is called intuition. So the revelations of God, everything that God will do is coming from that place called either use the word intuition or use the word perception. It is through intuition you're able to pick signals from God. You're able to know that something is off today. Something is off with this person. Somebody is talking to you. You have no physical way of knowing that this person is lying. You have no physical way of knowing that information, but you just sense something on your inside that what he's saying is not really true. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it, but something is off here. It is a spiritual intuition or spiritual perception that is giving you that information. You did not get that information because of what you could see with your eyes, touch with your hands, but you were able to get that sensation. It is the work of the human spirit. You can use several words, spiritual intuition, spiritual perception, spiritual discernment, but the important thing is this is when you're able to sense or get knowledge or get information from a place that did not come from your mind, from your emotions, from anything that you can deal with physically. When you step into that realm, you step into the function of the spirit called intuition. Let's go to the Bible and let me pick a perfect example of how perception or intuition played out in the life of Apostle Paul. In Acts chapter 27, read verse 10 to 12 and then I read 14 just to cut it short because of time. So verse 10 says, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also of our lives. So let me pause here and give you a little bit of background. So Apostle Paul was being taken as a prisoner to go and stand trial. And so the centurion was giving Apostle Paul, you guys get on this boat and travel, go on trial, go and see Caesar. And so the moment they stepped on the boat, Paul made a statement in verse 10 saying, I perceive that this voyage will end with disaster and much loss, not only of the cargo and ship, but also of our lives. Nevertheless, the centurion was more persuaded by the helmsman and the owner of the ship than by the things spoken of by Paul. What was going on here? So Paul picked up in the spirit, his intuition kicked in, his spiritual perception kicked in and he said, I perceive that we're going to have trouble on this journey. Some Something is not right. We're going to lose lives. We're going to lose goods and our property and all of that. But the Bible said that centurion, that's like the soldier that Paul was put in his care. He listened to two other voices. He listened to the helmsman. The helmsman means the, the one, the sailor, the one that is actually going to sail the ship and also the owner of the ship. Now note, these people have experienced sailing. So I don't even blame the centurion for not listening to Apostle Paul. First of all, Apostle Paul is a scholar. He's a government worker, right? And then he has no business with sailing. The owner of the ship has been in this business for a long time. So based on everything his experience taught him, based on everything his eyes could see, he made a decision and said, you know what? This journey will go well. And now the sailor of the ship, of course, had experience sailing. And he said to the centurion, this journey will go very well. Now the centurion had the choice to make. Follow a man who is saying, I perceive. And he's perceiving not by anything you can see in the physical or follow men who have experience based on what they can see, they can touch and all of that. The Bible says that the centurion decided to listen to what the helmsman and the owner of the ship and the Bible says in verse 12, and because the harbor was not suitable to winter they decided to continue. So what it means is that they also looked at the weather and they knew that winter was coming to where they were and they said, you know what, let's move from this place. So apart from listening to the owner of the ship and the sailor, they also all looked up 
about the weather and the weather was telling them, go ahead with this journey. But there was one man whose voice was different. He was a man of perception. He was a man of the spirit. He was a man that looked inside and knew this journey would have problems. But of course, Paul's voice was shrouded by the voice of experience. Now, verse 14 says, but not long after a tempestuous headwind arose called Eroclidon. So it's not today that they started naming hurricanes and all those um, massive uh, tsunamis coming. They began to name them all the way from Bible days. So this particular one was called Eroclidon. The Bible says in verse 20, now when neither sun nor stars appeared for many days, and a massive tempest beat upon us. All hope that we'll be saved were finally given up. But after long abstinence from food, Paul stood in the midst of them and said, Men, you should have listened to me and not sail from Crete and incurred this disaster and loss. And now I urge you to take heart, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the sheep. So this again is a man of perception, the man of intuition, the man who looked at his human spirit and made a decision. So because they looked at all the outcomes, and external voices, they made a choice to continue on the journey. But Paul looked on the inside from his human spirit. He picked up the signals that God was sending to his spirit and he gave them advice. At the end of the day, they lost the sheep. And of course, you see that they had no food for many days and they really ran into a mighty turbulence. All of this could have been avoided if only they had listened to the man of the spirit. This is the job of the human spirit. It is God's way of guiding you through the different days and through the different choices that you need to make in life. So God gives you information beyond what you can see with your eyes, beyond what you can hear with your ears, beyond anything that is coming from the physical. You are able to pick up signals from what is called intuition or perception. Thank you so much for listening. May God help you activate your spiritual senses today so that you can function perfectly. In Jesus name. Amen. For other life-changing messages, you can download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or the iOS Store for Apple users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Thank you so much for listening. Have a blessed day. Now.